Returning to our top story, Israel has declared war on Hamas after it launched a brutal and highly coordinated surprise attack on Israel, taking hostages and killing civilians. More than 700 Israelis and 400 Palestinians are reported dead and many more injured, with Hamas claiming to be holding more than 100 hostages in Gaza, including Israeli army officers. The New Zealand government's designated the military wing of Hamas as a terrorist organisation. Jordan Grimmer is a Kiwi living in Israel and joins us now from Tel Aviv. Kia ora Jordan, how has your night been? Kia ora Lisa. Uh, I have to say I didn't sleep wonderfully but I managed to get some sleep so that's good news. Are there any particular rules, a curfew or a lockdown or how are things operating? So here in Tel Aviv there isn't any official lockdown although when you go out into the streets they've been absolutely deserted. Uh, mostly just a few people out there walking their dogs. And I think that is mostly because people are very scared of the rockets that have been hitting the city or have been reaching the city um, before being intercepted by the Iron Dome. Uh, People want to stay close to where they know there is a bomb shelter. Um, And so when you're out in the streets, you're not sure where that will be. Jordan, tell me what happens when you get an alert. Where do you go? What do you do? So it depends on your building. Newer buildings have bomb shelters inside them. And so often everyone in an apartment building will run to the particular floor that has the shelter. My building itself doesn't have one. It's a very old building. So all of us have to run across the road into a community shelter. Um, it's kind of in a, in a, it's an addiction treatment centre underground. It looks a bit like a church or community hall basement. And kind of all of us gather under there and wait until the explosions stop. What is that like? Oh, it's, it's, it's terrifying. It's not a fun experience at all. Um, often you'll be there with older people and young children and babies. Um, so everyone kind of has to try and put on a, a brave face to um, keep everyone feeling calm um, in the situation. But it's, it's not easy, and especially when it's happening late at night and everyone's wearing their pyjamas. Yeah. And how much warning would you get? So we we get when the sirens start, there is generally in Tel Aviv around 90 seconds to get to the shelter before you'll hear the explosions or, or the interceptions. Um, so from my, from my apartment, we can get underground in the shelter in about 60 seconds, um, but it depends on how far up you live in the building or how far away you live. Jordan, I wonder what has been the reaction between your friends and people you talk to about the uh, level of sophistication in this attack launched by Hamas? Yeah, I think I I would say that people here are feeling the whole range of negative and and negative emotions. Firstly, just complete shock that something like this could happen. Um, There's going to be, I think after the dust settles, there will have to be hard questions about uh, to be asked about about how this could occur, but secondly, just absolute kind of disgust and and shock, especially some of the footage that has been circulating on social media, people being massacred at music festivals, old women and young toddlers being taken hostage. Uh, it's been really galling and just I, I don't I don't even really have words to describe it. I mean, I think Saturday has been the has had the largest number of Jewish people killed in one day since the Holocaust. And so that's been a a psychic shock um, to the people here um, that something like that could happen. 
What kind of discussion is there publicly about the hostages and what Israel and other international countries, because there are, there are many people from different countries who have been taken hostage, about what is going to happen with that situation? I think the, the discussion has mostly just been, at this stage, it's very early, so it's mostly just been in support of the army um, helping to save the hostages. I think there we don't know a huge amount apart from what's being seen on in the media and social media. Um, and so no one knows where the hostages specifically are or much about what conditions they're kept in. But people are desperate for their family to come home or to hear more about what their friends and family are doing. Um, and so, yeah, people are just really wanting that to happen. And so they're hoping the IDF and, and other supporters will help that happen but we're just having to put our faith in that. Jordan, obviously um, Israel is retaliating and that may mean that more people are brought into service. Do you have concerns about reservists being called back? I understand your husband may be one of those. Yes, yes. So many, many people are being called up. Um, I have a large number of friends and colleagues. I think around 10% of my workplace has, has already been called up on reserve duty. My, has, my husband hasn't received a call yet, but it's, it's something that's on the cards. It's, it's a very nervous feeling um, knowing that this is a possibility. Obviously, uh, if, you're wanting to, if, if they're going to go rescue hostages, that's a good thing, but it's not something I ever expected in my life that I would have, be having to worry about. Um, uh, uh, my husband or a spouse going to war. Um, so people uh, are feeling really new emotions. They're feeling a lot of fear, um, even though that's mixed in with hope. Um, people here are resilient and they're able to kind of cope with really difficult situations, but it's still, it's still very awful. Jordan, I really appreciate you talking to us at what is an incredibly difficult time, I imagine. Thank you for that. That is Jordan Grimmer, who is a Kiwi who's living in Israel, and he was joining us there live from Tel Aviv.